<laughs> but why though? But why? Why was Lou Pinella <laughs> on a scooter eating low main? Why was he doing that? Why was he doing that? <laughs> what are you doing, Lou? Lou? Why are you doing this? Lou Pinella on a scooter eating low main. Lou is mysterious in his ways. Dude, that's my, my favorite thing about uh, rapping with Wiz. Is like oh, just random ass references off well, the wall shit. Well, I mean, you know, part of it was just like being in the studio. He wanted me to get on his album. I was stoked. Perfect Strangers came out really well. It's like the formula for like all of the tracks we do together. And like in, in Dan Marino on a boat watching M's games was like the 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 Perfect Strangers reference. And so now I want to get like I want to like make like a diorama dioramas or something, you know. <laughs> Of, like, these people doing these things oh, and then, yeah. like, give them to Wiz at some point in time. <laughs> Just, like, this Lou Pinella, like, on a scooter eating low That mind. shit, bro. What? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's good. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, that track, I sent those to Wiz, and he was like, that one is perfect. And I was like, oh, well, thank you. Um, oh, but I'm super, yeah. I'm super stoked. That's going to be, like, eight, eight, eight songs or something like that. And then we're going to actually. Oh, word. We're going to release Y'all, it. Oh, so he's getting on that beat, too? Uh well he might may or may not rap but I mean it's all my rap is production. Produced. Fuck yeah, dude! You know this. You know what? This is a hot take. I'll take it back if I need to, but I'm just saying this is what I my opinion. Wisdom's a really good producer, man. I don't mean to break the internet, but ah! I think Wiz is actually extremely good at what he does. Is that not the craziest shit? He's a, a an insane encyclopedia of knowledge. He is though. That's true. He is a absolute madman. I mean, he's a he's fun man. I love hanging out with that guy. His beats they thump. You know what I mean? In many an environment, I like him right. a lot. But yeah, those beats have just been you know sitting around for a little while, and so we're gonna make that project it's called wild. Worst Case Scenario. It's gonna be coming out here in a little <laughs> bit, if you know what I mean. You just got my juices flowing right there. Did you see me perk up like a meerkat? I was like, I did. <laughs> Selena got offended behind me. Just said that was unnecessary. It was and unnecessary. Then, and then Rob just perks up like super excited. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh. Oh, I love when you sound like that. It's one of my favorite things. You know, I was trying to do it the other day. I need to develop a uh, the intro phrase, you know, the entry <laughs> yes. phrase. Yes, yes. You have you have to have your touchstones because I think what it is is your like touchstones. You know, Alex. And the minute I say that, you know, Alex, it's like, oh, dude, I'm locked in. <laughs> I tried it the other day, just you know, freewheeling it, and uh, it didn't it didn't feel right, man. It was yeah. like I'm forcing it. This isn't right. Yep. Uh, we need to, you know, this is one of the the byproducts of smoking as much weed as I do is that my short term memory isn't the greatest. Sometimes I forget that I have some things in like the bag, in my creative bag, so to so to speak. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, I forgot that I had that accent, and some at one point, and then hearing you do the Jesse Ventura, and then I was trying to re- uh, relay it, and I was like, oh, I can do that one. It's like oh, I forgot. <laughs> I have that capability. I was like, oh, that's right. I can do voices too. Hey, mom. Speaking of short-term memory, I was listening back, and it was an old episode from Out the Vault. And I was like, damn, bro, I like just told this story to somebody that I'm listening to right now. This is embarrassing. Like, I don't remember saying this anywhere else. And I just told this story. But that's how it be, though. We're getting older and shit. I'm just going to have like two stories that I tell constantly. 
eventually. No, I, I also uh, think that I've noticed that, that like we're pulling these these stories out of the vault at a time where it's like weirdly relevant for some of the material. <laughs> That's true. And it's just like, what? Okay. Yeah, you know, like I don't yeah. Know. Remember when we did the whole Kanye West as a neo-Nazi and he was on Alex Jones' podcast? That was crazy. No, I'm just joking. Wouldn't that be crazy though? <laughs> we didn't do that. That'd no, be fucking dope, um, I think we all knew some things, but we. I don't. I. I would be very surprised if anyone would have taken that bet. <laughs> Kanye I West would as not a neo-Nazi bet before <laughs> all of this. Like we all knew there was something. You know, yeah. like, you know, his mom, uh, uh, you know, some trauma. Yep. Et cetera. But, you know. But who would have guessed? Who would have known? Who would have known? Hey, Moki, who would have known? You know who what I mean? Who would have come to this? You know, I'm trying to do a Marlon Brando, but it's more of like a James Gandolfini. You know hey, you, you know, you just got to, you got to get the cotton <laughs> balls in the mouth and you got to just, Get a little you know, breathier. You got to get a little breathier. You just got to, yeah. You oh, think Brando. Oh, cigars. yeah, you're right. It's a little more breathy. Exactly. James Gandolfini is like this, but Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Like he, this. These are the worst the fucking impressions. This is more in the throat, though. I mean, you gotta, you gotta match it back <laughs> here. It actually does uh, intense damage to your vocal cords if you speak like this for long periods of time. But you just gotta commit. You just gotta. Commit. If you sang a whole Frank Sinatra album like this, you would have some serious polyps in your vocal cords. It's like I feel the need to like jet my chin out and like pout while I'm doing it. I don't know why. I don't know what that's about. Pouting. I don't know why I need to do it like this. Emperor Pout Patine. Oh. <laughs> Emperor Pap Smiratine. No, no. I'm so sorry I said that. Good Lord. No good. Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> fucking you delete that. What was I thinking? <laughs> Forget all that. Forget all that. Forget that I forget that I said that. Oh, that's forget so that bad. It's getting that. worse and worse, dude. It's getting worse. Uh, you gotta, yeah, just do more alcohol, smoke more cigarettes, and do more exercise. More cigarettes. I gotta do. Okay. Now I'm getting panicked. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's I definitely. Gotta uh, I gotta relax. It's getting farther and farther away. You know what I mean? It's getting farther and farther away. No. I'm trying for a Gandolfini, but I sound like a toddler that's having a tantrum. Gabagool. Uh, nope, that didn't help. James Gabagooly. James Gabagool. I pay for this house. I pay for this house. Okay, I don't know. That's not, he's never even said that. I don't know why that. I thought that would help. All right, we're going to hit the intro. How do you feel about that? Oh, oh. we're going to do the intro. Oh, yeah. I'm going to try it like this. We're going to do it. Okay? Okay. We're changing it up. Yeah, man. Go it's for a little it. different. Do it. I apologize. Okay. I accept. Okay. But sometimes, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta do it. Hi, everybody. Welcome into the Nostalgia Pit, a podcast aiming to dissect pop culture, the subconscious, and other psychological phenomenon through a hyperbolic and prismatic lens. Hosted by Rob Snow and Colin Cassard, mixed by Alex Riddle, and songs produced by Golden Beats, The Nostalgia Pit is available anywhere you find your podcasts. Today's a day for Spelunkin', so that's what we're gonna do. Looking back through the annals of time, we decided to look into the number one smash hit sensation from the year 2000, It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. 
We also talk about listening to old episodes, artistically being compared to other artists, and the writer's strike. At this time, we want to thank our sponsors, Strange Loop Animations, a brand new visual arts company specializing in 2D animation. The founders of Strange Loop have been supporters of the show since day one. And as they are supporters of the show, we are now supporters of their art. So make sure you go check them out on Instagram at Strange Loop Animations, all one word. And look out this week for something special between the Nostalgia Pit and Strange Loop. That's right all social media platforms you will be seeing something special we're very happy to let you have it so here we go let's get into this one song spelunker volume two the gigolo flex it's the best fucking shit listen i think it's like uh it's a tradition i gotta talk about how good the TMNT movie is every single I episode. I got a challenge. Bring it up. This is a challenge that we are going to put out into the world whenever this comes out. Name a podcast with a better theme song. Yeah. <laughs> Any of them. Yeah, dude. The only one I will accept is Cinephobe. Okay, okay, okay. And only okay. because Anthony Mays has three different theme songs, I think, and they are all absurdly creative. And oh. it, I respect them. Well, we've only got one, thing. man. Damn. Well, no, actually, we have multiple. They're just not employed. Oh. Okay? We have secret theme songs. Actually, if you uh, go back to episode one. Yeah. Um, or maybe it's actually episode zero. Uh, <laughs> hey, Young World. The prequel. The prequel. Uh, I'm pretty sure that has a secret theme song. Oh, shit. I'm going yes. to have to go back and check it out. Yes. As you were saying, you were listening to some uh, old episodes, old material. Yeah. Uh, earlier, I decided that I was going to go listen to episode zero yep. and episode one and, you know, be like, okay, how bad is this? Do we need to, you know, do we need to, you know, <laughs> like, remove it? Get them off the internet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, A, for content wise or B, for uh, uh, editing wise. And it actually, like the first 30 minutes of it are probably pretty good. And then there's some weird. Oh, good. That's a nice surprise. Some weird edit things that I actually probably could fix, in, you know, in post and go back and fix again. And I probably should because people are discovering our podcast at all times. Sure. I mean, we got, uh, I want to say close to 50 new listeners just with that Blockhead episode. Well, fuck yeah, man. That's what's up. Yeah, that's, that's on top of the regulars. So that was dope. So we have 55 regular listeners now. God damn. Well, it's more like 85 apparently. Oh, wow. If okay. if the, if any of those blockhead people stick, if, uh, <laughs> yeah, if, right. if the episode that's coming out the week after, which will be out by the time this comes out, entitled "Sex Talk," doesn't you know throw them off too much? <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't heard it yet, so I don't know how wild we are. But uh, yeah, I can imagine we get pretty fucking wild. Yeah, we recap. You know, let's recap real quick. Uh, we talk about <laughs> yeah, uh, paraphilic disorders. Uh, oh, that's that's we may or may not topic. talk about uh, penis enlargement surgery. Natural. Um, you know, and just, you know, the natural curiosities that come with kinks, fetishes, and things like that. Mm, with, uh, yeah, you know, no, I mean, that no kinks. pretty shaming. engaging, you know what I'm saying? I had a fun time. I like talking I about time. penis enlargement. Hey, who's not curious about, you know, what, uh, you know, some things? Like, you why know? do you Ma- need to put mayonnaise between your toes before you jack off? I don't know. Let's also, fucking figure uh, it out. 
once again, on the recap, the most fun was uh, John Henry Kellogg. Oh, yes. Dude, that shit is fascinating as fuck. Yes. Yogurt up the butt. What a bizarre thing that really happened. I mean, Jesus Christ. Man. Yeah, uh, it's pretty priceless, your reaction and Kevin's reaction to me telling you that he liked yogurt, <laughs> a, a pint of yogurt up the butt a day. It's so excessive. It's so excessive. And it, I can't see any good reason. It's crazy, though. Like, some people out there just do not have bullshit detectors. There's nothing up there that's going like, that sounds far-fetched. Nope. See, to me... That's not even that weird. Like, if he wanted to do that, I'd be like, don't get me wrong. It would take, like, a couple moments of, like, digestion. And hopefully I wouldn't be face-to-face -face with this person when I learned the information because then they would yeah. probably feel ashamed. Yeah, yeah. But ultimately, you know, no kink-shaming. That being said, he was kink-shaming while doing that. So that's always right. the thing is, like, right. it's very interesting how people have that dichotomy that they're, like, able to just completely differentiate. And just like, no, you know, all of you can't do this. Meanwhile, I am going to secretly do this. <laughs> and it's just, that's one thing that we actually yeah. didn't get into in the sex talk episode is how, or maybe we did get into it a little bit, but how um, uh, uh, things are fetish, uh, uh, taboos are, are, are turned into fetishes. Yeah, like totally. Any, anything um, like rape culture... Uh, um, a lot of, there's like a lot of things, anything that is taboo in whatever society it, it is becomes a fantasy in the porn world. Yeah. And so that changes depending on the culture. So like, because in America, it's not okay to sleep with your, you know, people that you're, are your relatives. You see a lot of, you know, stepmom, stepsister. Right. What they got to like, tone it down and be like, well, it's step brother exactly you know, and so but it's secretly you know it's it's just the idea it, there's just one thing about the human brain that it's like when you're told no yeah that turns into there's always somehow the no keeps going a little bit and turns into like a sexualization of it in in a, in a form or another it's not with every single person obviously no and not with every single taboo you know what i mean exactly but there's somebody out there no matter what taboo you think of like they have a sexual fetish about yep. it. And there's also probably... Mormons are just like, ooh, I love to fucking drink coffee. Oh, it just gets me off. Or Pepsi. Because they're so repressed. Like the smallest little thing, you know? Pepsi. I like to go to dances with females there in attendance. Oh. Or like they like to soak. <laughs> I mean, we, we, I don't remember I what episode we talked it. to that. I still soaking. am not sure that that is a real thing or just an urban myth thing. Because I just can't imagine... Okay, I can imagine doing it, but I can't imagine that they're not just having sex, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that I had an old roommate um, who was Mormon and then wasn't Mormon. And Oh, good for them. They made yeah, the right he, choice. <laughs> he, but actually, he might be Mormon now at this point, but at the time, he decided that he wanted to smoke weed, rebel, and have sex. But I would say that there was probably a short period of time between when he broke away from the church and was just having sex that he was trying to soak. <laughs> and I think that there are small windows where these kids genuinely are doing these things. And so wow. I think that they do exist for that reason, because there's like it's like this transition, right? Yeah. Where it's out like of for, it. yeah. for for us, it's like, you know, you know, making out or or experimenting or things like that. For them, it's just like, oh, we'll soak. 
Yeah, I guess, you know, I dry humped. Yeah, I mean, that's, There's a lot that's of dry still ridiculous. In high school. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of dry I still humping. have some scars from some dry. Okay. <laughs> my inner thigh. Like physically? <laughs> Physical scars. The zippers? The zippers on your. Oh, and psychological yeah. scars, too. Because, oh, and psychological scars. I mean, yeah, me too. Uh, it was very embarrassing. The whole situation was pretty embarrassing. It's weird. I'm prone to embarrassment, maybe because of my Midwest roots. I'm not really sure. But uh, I, I, maybe people out there aren't embarrassed by their early sexual escapades, but I certainly am. I think back, I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck? They're all pretty embarrassing, and they're all really funny. They're very so, funny. Absolutely. So for me, the majority of like things happened when I was like homeless and then... Um, had my own apartment. So it was just like, mm. the doors opened up very quickly. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, if that makes sense. Having that amount of privacy and what fucking high school girl doesn't want some dude with his own apartment? Come on now. I mean, but there was a long time before that where, some, I don't know, like maybe just the being homeless part, like got the empathy, it got the eyes towards me and then, and then things like that. But there were a lot of times where I was hooking up with people, like, like people in the basement of the house that I was staying at or, you know, an <laughs> that's just being bedroom. a rude house guest. I was Ash, being a okay? horrible, I was a, I was a <laughs> very rude house guest. I was just like thinking back on it. If I was an adult and there's just some 16 year old kid oh trying to like God. boff in my house at all times, I'd be like, get the uh, hell out of here. Dude, I would happening? be, I'd be so, so annoying, but not trying to ruin his vibe. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> I'd be like, well, that's cool. I'm glad I can provide a safe space, but this kid isn't your bro, kid. I know. Neither it's, of the it's kids borderline inappropriate, kid. is what I'll say. <laughs> I, again, a hot take. Okay, I'll I'll take it, but I think it's borderline inappropriate. Uh, I I understand why all the parents hated me. Yeah, yeah. Because if you were one, you would hate you. Yeah. Well, so I mean, don't get me wrong. I had my fair share of like times that I got in trouble for a various thing, but also people would just blame me the moment they they got in trouble. They were like, "Oh yeah, I was at Collins." Yeah, you're the easy I like scapegoat. It's like, all right, it, and I wouldn't argue, depending on who it was. I just, more often than not, I wouldn't argue. I'd be like, you were providing a really important service to a lot of people at that time. I get it. The scapegoat is very, it's important to hey, the functioning of society. Someone's okay? got to be it, right? Somebody's got to be the scapegoat, man. Yep. Take it with honor. Wear it with yeah. uh, pride. Wear it with pride. Wear you're paying for everyone pride. else's sins. Who else did that? Let me tell you who. Jesus Christ. Jesus okay. Christ. Jesus <laughs> H. Christ did that. So you're more like well, Jesus than am, anybody else. Uh, I am a carpenter's son, as they oh say. Oh, my God. And the fucking similarities <laughs> keep going, dude. Ah, shit. Sorry. My dad is a virtual carpenter. Uh, he. I don't know what he, that means. Is he an engineer? Yeah, piping engineer. He makes, like, oh. so he builds shit. He um, lays pipe, bro. He lays pipe. Your dad fucks. Well, he does. <laughs> I mean, he did. At least once. No, like, I don't a think he had. I mean, sorry. Shout out, dad, my to my dad, but I don't think he's had <laughs> Does sex. Does he listen to this? Though? No, I doubt he's ever. If he yeah. did listen to this, if he if he listened to it, like I hope he came in at this point oh because I have talked a lot of trash on my dad, and you know, oh right, deservedly. That's true. That's true. Deservedly all. So this but, would you know, not be that bad of a place. No, to come no, in no. That, I was going to say. That being said, I don't think he's had sex in twenty five years. Oof. I guess as like long at as a he's been married. age, who gives a shit, I suppose. But well, I mean, at I'm just saying, know, like, man. I'm just saying. I don't know. It's a. I mean, it's, you it's know, it's not a good marriage. Ah, yeah. 
No, I couldn't imagine. You know, and I'm saying not all marriages need to have sex, but you know, maybe all marriages need to have sex. I'm kidding. They don't. I mean, I guess it depends. I mean, they're asexual people, but it's true. But see, there's nothing wrong with being asexual. There is something wrong with an asexual person being in a monogamous relationship with a sexual person because that's not good. And getting into that relationship under the guise of sexuality and then nullifying their sexuality. But, you know, rug pulled out. Yeah, there's just a, a, a lot of things, you know. I doubt my dad's sexually attracted to her, or has been in over 20 years. You know what I mean? And I doubt she's sexually attracted to him. So I'm sure it's a mutual, like, we don't want to even touch each other. Mm-hmm. And then they have there's just this weird codependent thing going on. And so yeah, that's, that's what, that's what is, the marriage huh? is. Yeah. 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 You need but, your codependent enabler, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to have it. Yep. You got to have it. Yep. How else are you going to maintain your mental unwellness if you don't have a codependent enabler let, not holding you accountable for anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You need that shit. You need that shit. Now that's what I call codependency. <laughs> Cue nine. that. No, I'm just Cueing it. Cueing it. Yeah. 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 Are you ready for now? That's what I call Codependency Volume 8. 75 of today's hottest anachronistically hot new superstars into one all-new Power Pack collection. Move into a new dimension with the biggest songs that connote codependent relationships. With songs like How Do I Live by Leanne Rimes. have all your favorite hits about toxic relationships and poorly developed coping mechanisms right here right now the smash hit sensation i will follow you into the dark by death cab for cutie if there's no one beside you when your soul embarks then i'll follow you into the dark chart toppers from artists like justin bieber pm don maroon five Sarah McLaughlin, and more. Now delivers nothing but the most codependent of hits that you crave. But to get them, call the number on your screen now. There's never been a music collection with an attachment disorder quite like this before. Until now. Available now on Laserdisc, Betamax, and on the Nintendo 3DS. To order, call the number on your screen or fax U.S. Steel Savings Bonds for the amount shown plus shipping and handling. I can't get close to you, I settle for the ghost of you. I miss you more than life. And if you can't... 
Must be 93 or older to call. We're shenaniganing. We're shenanigan. We are shenaniganing it up, dude. Selena, what's up? Says, Selena, what's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, I'm not even on co uh, that much cocaine right now, is what's crazy I mean, about it. How many uh, rips of, how many sativa dabs does it take to be high on cocaine? <laughs> I was not expecting that. A little twist the Rooney. I thought we were going in one direction. It looks like a really like, stoned Mac Miller. That's kind of fat. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but, I mean, who does it as a white person? I, I don't think I look very much like Mac Miller, but I'm sure there are people out there who would be like, you know who you remind me of? Okay. Mac Miller. So shout out, shout out Wiz. We were just at Thirsty City. Okay. Yes. And, uh... He got off stage and he was chilling for a little bit. And then he was like, yo, dude, this, I had two people, two people come up to me and tell me that I sound like Big Pun. He's like, I don't sound <laughs> anything like Big Pun. I was just like, dude, you sound Big pun. absolutely nothing there like Big Pun. There is literally no similarity. <laughs> Twice in one night, though? Two, t two different people. What the fuck? Came up to Maybe him. he had a, a phlegm in his throat nope. or something. And nope. I was there. <laughs> I was. I watched the whole thing. What the fuck? He got off stage. This guy's. They, they were like, "You sound like, like you remind pun. me of Big Pun." And he was just like, "Cause I'm fat and Latino." Like, oh, that's why. I, I was thinking like the the sound of his shit. No, 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 no. But I mean, they just were talking about. Latino, they were dude. talking about his sound. You know, quote unquote, they were like, "Hey, yeah, right. you remind you remind you know, like they you remind they're they're trying to say that his sound they remind him of right, but really, but it's really, because... <laughs> it's like it, dude. It reminded me of, and I brought it up the time that I was in Olympia, and I had, I want to say it was three different people, come up to me and tell me that I sounded like Sage Francis, and the third time I was I was I was angry. These are blowing my mind, these comparisons. And that's what All I was saying. of them are told to you like flatteringly. Like they think exactly. that they're flattering you. Exactly. So it's like you can't like really get mad at the person. But it's like, yo, I sound nothing like Sage Francis. Yes, I'm a bearded white man. You are a white man. This is true. With with a that's and a I had point. and I had more of a beard at the time. You know, you know how I used to have beard. That's and exactly what you're talking about, though. They saw a white dude with a beard and they're like, oh. Who else is a white dude? Who with else a beard? is a white guy with a beard? Sage that I know? Francis. Sage Francis is really big right now. I saw him, uh, uh, you know, uh, at a concert with uh, Rhyme Sayers one time, and it was really good. You know, uh, it was great. You know what my cousin told me? She was like, uh, <laughs> "She's like, are you not trying to be famous anymore?" And I was like, "I mean, not really. I'm just trying to like do what I do and just trying to, you know, wherever like, it goes, it goes. You know, make some money." And she, yeah, I want to make some money. And she's like, uh, oh, so you don't want to be as big as Astronautilus? <laughs> I was like, what? You're like, okay, well, let's let's dissect <laughs> this question for a second. What? Of all the people that you decided to choose, like, like, okay, let's... Astronautilus. Like, you could have been like Tame Impala. You could have been like... Yeah, yeah. You could have been like, you know, uh, any big artist, like really big artist. Is Astronautilus big? I don't know. I have I no think idea. They're big I, don't, I, think I don't think they're think big he's I think he's big enough to like tour regularly, but I don't think he's big nope. enough to, I don't know. He's not like a benchmark for fame that I wouldn't think of. Is he headlining tours? Is he like an emancipator? 
That's a good question. Is he? I'm not sure. I like, feel like he probably is headlining shows, places. You know I what I'm saying? Know. Okay. I mean, shit, I wouldn't mind being at Astronautis, Nautilus's level, but I just thought that was such a bizarre well, that's, name to throw out. That's, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and then just be like, well, you're not trying to be like this person? It's like, hey, directly compare your art to this other person's art. That's what <laughs> exactly. artists love to hear. I love it. Thanks. That's why it's never a good thing. It's never a good thing. You're like, hey, you remind me of... You it's remind like, me of uh, this... Per- no, but okay. Stop it. So well, let's it. take it the good way. One time, I can't remember who it was, but they were like, your shit reminds me of Slick Rick. Okay, that's tied though. And I was that's like, actually that's actually very. The, that's like the best rap compliment I've ever received. And the person actually listened to my to my lyrics. Well, you said I sound a little bit like Sir, and I was like, ah, you do. That's so dope. Uh, and and I'm not the only one that says that. That's the fucking dope. I have two people so. that agrees that. I guess it's like how are, how are other people supposed to know what you find flattering? I mean, yes. How are they supposed to know? They don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You do I was like acting sir. like I knew what song you were doing, but I was just doing my own thing. There wasn't know. a song. Oh, okay, good. Because I was just making it up. It was just me. Oh, Boop. I know. I don't know. Like a New Jack City boy band type thing. I don't know. It's a little pitchy. Sorry. Okay, there's a lot of lyrics in this song that we're going to do for songs. Oh, for fuck yeah. Let's do this shit. What song is it? That's my excitement. Get the, get the fucking opening tone out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, we gotta hit the we gotta hit the sounder. We gotta hit the sounder, do it, do it. and then I'm going to tell you the name oh, of man, the song, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, gather round. You're about to be witness to a special treat. The Nostalgia Pit crew is about to go a song spelunking. They're gonna grab the pickaxes and the shovels and those hats with the little lights on them, cause they're about to do a deep dive. Look at the lyrics to some of these songs and figure out just what in the golly gee heck is going on with those wild and crazy lyrics from the songs these days. So without further ado, here's Rob and Colin. They're going to take you song spelunking. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Oh, that's so good. We're going to go down a spelunking, folks. Let's that's right. This shit. Let's do this shit, brother. Okay. What's a song... That was big in the year 2000. I don't want to wait for this life to be over. Said that one? Uh, no. Uh, it is more of the dance hall pop variety. Hmm? <laughs> um, it is off an album called Hot Shot. The song is named... Oh, we're doing Shaggy, baby. Yes, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Oh my God, bro! There wasn't me. I saw you banging in the bathroom. There wasn't me. So weird, bro. That was a hit. Like it was a fucking real deal. That this album was a banger song for a minute. Was a hit. Legitimate, actual, legitimate hit. Number one. But it's one, the most implausible concept. This is a number one in the United States. It's number one. Yeah. In the United States. So that's how big it was okay yeah it was hot angel was also on the album okay you know the album had a lot of things this song it wasn't mm-hmm. me was featuring rick rock oh right okay aka ricardo rick rock ducent right? <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah that guy yeah i mean well if, <laughs> you know we always sing this song as it's one of uh if not his most n- notorious song 
Um, but we never know the extra vocalist because we're always like, well, it's Shag. Never. I've never asked that question, and I've never known the answer. And Great you know problem. what? As soon as this is over, I'm going to forget immediately. Exactly. And then you'll hear it again, and you'll be like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yes. Okay. All right. So let's get to a spelunking oh here. God. Are you excited yeah, to listen to the Shag Shag? Okay. Let's go, brother. All right. <clears throat> Yo. That's the first line. Yo. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. I thought you were just, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, in parentheses, open up, man. Right, that's off screen. Yep. What do you want, man? Reasonable question. In parentheses, my girl just caught me. Oh, shit. Then, you know, you let her catch you? You let, like you have any control over it? I guess you do somewhat. You let her catch you, okay. I don't know how I let this happen. With who? The girl next door. Oh, bro, you know. you're shitting where you eat, you dumb fuck. Man, I don't know what to do. The guy says, say it wasn't you. Bad advice, okay? This is where the problem begins, right then, here. All right. So, like, okay, okay A, all right. bad advice. B, wow. super fucking, what a credulous person. What a credulous person. They're just like, say it wasn't me? Oh, I didn't think of that. Okay. What? Bro. Dude. Okay. What are you talking about? So he went over to his buddy's house. He was like... Probably his other neighbor. Probably his other neighbor. He was like, <laughs> open up, man. My girl just caught me. I don't know how I let this happen. The girl next door. I don't know what to do. And the guys was just like, say it wasn't you. And I was like, all yeah, right. Yeah, easy as that. Oh, I didn't think of that. Oh. Wow, what a novel wow. idea. That wasn't like literally the first thing I thought of and then was immediately like, oh, it's bullshit though. Nobody's going to believe that. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> oh, let's let's uh let's get to yeah, okay. We'll we'll uh, yeah, okay. I'll just say it wasn't me. All right. Yeah, that's All right. Uh, that checks out. I didn't think of that. It's just a really good idea that I hadn't hadn't occurred to me, man. Like, yeah. Well, okay. So then this if he if if his girl just caught him. Right. And he didn't tell her anything did she just walk out or did he just i like to think that he bolted out naked and then went to his neighbor's house and, just and was like his neighbor's house banging on his door yeah. naked in the hallway of yeah. his apartment complex or he like grabbed a towel and was like trying to like haphazardly hold it around him <laughs> unacceptable no i like to think you know how like in shows with uh you know uh canned laughter and shit Sometimes they'll just they'll say something and then just be looking at the other person for like 35 seconds. And if they take, took off the uh, laugh track, it would just be them silently staring into each other's eyes for an uncomfortably long amount of time. I like to think that's what happened. She walked in, didn't say anything. They stopped fucking. He looked up and they just looked at each other for like 45 seconds. And then everybody went their separate ways. All right. And he went now, to his neighbor's house. And then went to his neighbor's house. Probably naked. Honey came in and she caught me red-handed. Red creeping with the girl next door. Creeping with the girl next door. So far, we've got the narrative. It's 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 coherent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is uh, we're getting into this third line here, which is picture this: we were both butt naked. The 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 thing that I have always loved and for some reason have latched onto as we do in these small moments in music is when mm -hmm. Rick Rock says, "Picture this: we were both butt naked." Yeah, yeah. You know, up on the, the butt. It's up on the butt. And it's, <laughs> dude, it just, it's but one of those things. Where, we were both butt naked. Yeah. Just every so time, like, my body, like, goes <laughs> up a little bit. Every time I hear it, it's just like, it puts me in a happy place. And sometimes I'll just think about it and I'm just like, why? Why <laughs> well, was she butt that's naked? Good, uh, that's good storytelling because, you know, they're banging. So the butt's going up and down. You know what I'm but, saying? So, butt hey, naked. You imagine okay. in your head the motion. Of the ocean, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
banging on the bathroom floor. Banging you on the bathroom sleazy, floor. disgusting little piglets. That's one thing that I've me? always. It always got me, and I was just like, "Dude, okay." You didn't even you have didn't... to. Your girl was at home. You didn't expect her home. You didn't have to do it in the bathroom. And I get it. He'll be like, "Oh, it's the you know the passionate throws of the moment," and that's some bullshit. Okay, I've had some passionate <laughs> throws of moments in my life. Yeah. They don't end up on the bathroom floor, and if they're going to, we move it. I have in my early embarrassing youth years of, well, of exploring sexuality, I well, definitely yeah. banged on the bathroom floor. And all my friends were trying to open the door and look. And I was like, stop, stop. Good times, good times. So how could I forget that I had had given her an extra key? Uh, wait, what? Bro, bro, you are the worst at cheating. <laughs> you gave your mistress a key? What are you doing? This is the most... <laughs> yeah, this is like, how is this song so good? And when you actually... Think about it. It's just one of the most upsetting things ever. You're just like, dude, you're banging on the bathroom floor. The butt's going up. Right. You gave your girl an extra key. All this oh, time okay. she you was know standing there, she never took her eyes off me. I was thinking of like the mistress, the neighbor having the extra key, but I misunderstood entirely. Like it's clearly his girlfriend that has the extra key. But still, if you're going to bring other girls to the place, you should not give her a key either way. So it's still stupid. And she never took her eyes off. Okay. 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 So here's another thing about this. That's this is the girl next door. You brought her over to your house, mm-hmm. but and you forgot that you'd given your girlfriend an extra key. Mm-hmm. Why don't you go to her place? Right. Good point, bro. Why don't you mitigate these circumstances, man? Maybe, maybe she's got a dude. <sighs> okay. Maybe you know she's got a dude too. That's true. Maybe that's true. Maybe maybe it's just a bunch of cheatings. It's just a bunch of cheaters. Bunch of cheating, cheating little you know piglets, I mean? man. Cheating cretins. Okay. All right. We're oh, this, now this. we're gonna get into the good part. Here we go. All right. All right. How can you give me? <laughs> <laughs> well, my night's just to you, fella. <laughs> Oh, I can't even do it. The lyrics almost as shaggy. Okay, yeah. How can you give your woman access to your villa? That's an easy question to answer. Oh wait, actually. wait, hold on. No, no, no. I, I take that back. How you can give your woman oh, access to he, your villa? He does say how you can. So, so how you can? Um, does that hold the same negative connotations as asking how can you give your woman access? I think to your so. Because if you said like, man, how are you going to do this? You know, that's like. I feel like it's the same kind of thing. I think how he's talking shit on his buddy, right? He's being like, yeah. dude, how, how, you, how you can give your woman access to your villa? So Shaggy's the neighbor? Is that what's happening in the story? Uh, yes, that, that is. Because I think, I think if I recall correctly, it wasn't me. Yeah, because he's doing it that, right? Me. It wasn't yeah. me. It wasn't yeah. me. So he's the neighbor in this. Uh, he, he's just berating him after yeah. he got caught he's just yeah. like you fucking idiot yeah i would too though i mean to okay. be fair. well i mean yeah okay so trespass and a witness while you cling to your pillow <laughs> you better watch your back before she turn into a killer okay so neighbor knows some things and mm-hmm. he's saying you <clears throat> you fucked up okay so let's review the situation that you caught up in a to be a true player you have to know how to play if she stay a night, convince her to stay a day. Never admit to a word when she say. 
And if she claim, you tell her, baby, no way. So just gaslighting, just this hardcore very, gaslighting. Very gaslighty. <laughs> so hold on. And we're going to review this because he says, let's review the situation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Let's okay. So we're going to do that. So he says, to be a true player, you have to know how to play. Good advice, though. So he's saying, to be a true player, you have to know how to be a misogynist. Exactly. That's what that's the right. assumption is, uh, because that's what like this whole player play the game bullshit is. It's just like excuses to be misogynistic and treat people, uh, use people without communicating with them. Yeah. When in reality, yeah. everyone wants to be used and you could use people and communicate the using and people could get what they wanted out of other people. And you know what I mean? If you just communicate. If you just communicated and communication plus consent I know. You know what I mean? Like, But that, it's not the old school traditional way, bro. And Men it, shouldn't have to talk and ask questions and all that shit. Men act, okay? Men act, okay? <laughs> okay? The man just doesn't have a mouth for a reason, okay? <laughs> it's a uh, one-brained tool. Okay? I would say there are alternative paths here. Two alternative paths, okay? To be a tr- it can be interpreted in two different ways. To be a true player, you have to know how to play. A... You have to be a good cheater, which means not mm. forgetting that you gave your girlfriend a key and mm-hmm. bringing the neighbor girl over. Also true. Alternatively, if you're not good at cheating, then you need to be a raging misogynist. Those are your two options. A misogynist? You have to know how to gaslight and maybe get manipulative about it, uh, or you have to be good at cheating. You know what I'm saying? Either way. It, and I don't understand what this line is. Why not both? Afterward, if she stay a night, convince her to stay a day. That doesn't. Yeah, seem, that doesn't make a fucking bit of sense, man. That doesn't seem very like player esque to me because you know typically the player would want to get the women in and out because he's trying to get a new woman in there, right? Right. Um, because that's the player is playing the game, yeah. And the player typically has you know multiple cartridges uh, that they're inserting into systems <laughs> or CDs, I guess, depending <laughs> okay, on. Okay, I, I see uh, where what, you're going. What generation you're from? So if she stay a night, convince her to stay a day, never admit to a word when she say, and if she claim, ah, you tell her, baby, no way. Okay, first of all, I feel like that's a redundant line. Mm -hmm. Never admit to a word when she say, and then if she claim it, tell her, baby, no way. That's just the same thing twice. He's saying the same thing, but it sounds... It sounds cool in the rhythm, yeah. But if she stay a night, convince her, stay a day, man, what? What? I feel like uh, it was the towards the end of the verse and he kind of lost steam. And so he's like just saying shit because that don't make no sense. Man. If she stay a night, convince her to stay a day is the line that doesn't make the sense no. in the in this whole thing. Like everything else makes sense except that line. Like I'm not. Yeah. If she, if she stay a night, convince her, stay a day. He's like, be a misogynist, but then wine and diner. You know what I'm saying? Get or her flowers. Is he, is, he, is he saying that you should have wifed this woman? Like, uh, and she should be, you, you should be, you should have a ring on and then oh. cheating on people? Like, is that what he's saying? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't make a fucking bit of sense out of that. If she stay a night, convince her stay a day. I feel like I'm missing something or I'm having a stroke. This don't make no fucking sense. Okay. So after these lines say it wasn't me. Okay. Okay, okay. Gotcha. All right. But she caught me on the counter. It wasn't me. She saw me banging on the sofa. It wasn't me. I even had her in the shower. It wasn't me. She 
even caught me on camera. It wasn't me. Okay, we're going to pause here. This is the year 2000. I don't think yeah. camera phones, I do not think were... I don't think camera phones were around. They had digital cameras. You know what I'm saying? They had Those digital cameras. So, so Shorty had a digital camera on her, or she stayed long enough to get it on camera. Or maybe she had one of those Logitech uh, webcams connected to her modem or her tower. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there's a cat. Do you hear A her? visual gag. No. She's just been chirping, sitting there chirping as we do these lyrics. Okay. <laughs> so she saw the marks on my shoulder. Wasn't me. Heard the words that I told her. <laughs> it wasn't me. It's getting more and more implausible. <laughs> Heard and it the was screams in- getting louder. It wasn't me. She stayed until it was over. She sat there and watched the whole event, and he's like, nah, bro, what are you talking about? Dude, that I wasn't did not me. realize that was the last <laughs> line of that. She stayed until it was over. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. So she just sat and watched. And so here's a question for you. Why? Like... Unless she was oh, like, like, why okay. did she just sit there and stay? Yeah, because I mean, clearly, so okay. They went from the counter to the sofa okay. to the shower. She had oh, it all on camera. Okay. The shoulders getting marked up. She saw them on the bathroom floor. So she sees them all over. All over the fucking house. She was just following them She's around. Following them from she room was to filming room. Filming them in some apartment. <laughs> How was she not sexually aroused by this situation okay, enough that's to what enjoy occurred to it? Me. That's what occurred to me is that this is a weird sex game. And they yeah. are, what's not cool about this the is role cheating. Play. Yeah, it's role play. The this cheating is, is fine. Everything's fine. What's not cool is involving his neighbor now in his weird sex games. Yeah. Like part of the whole fetish is like getting his neighbor to console him. You know, it's like. That's the only part that's not well, cool. Well, maybe they're trying to get him in, too, and, sh- you know, she'll bang him. <laughs> you know, maybe or she Or maybe gets he to cheat is on him. part of it, and this is all part of the whole game. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is sex espionage. She stayed until it was over is a mind blower. See, I had come to a, a soft conclusion that maybe this happens a lot, and she is consistently catching him. But now that you mention it, like, this is totally one sexual escapade, sexcapade. It was the bathroom floor, the counter, the sofa, the shower, the ca- she got it all on camera. Like, dude, they were getting it. Like, they must have been fucking for a minute, dude. dude like, a this good is, long while. That's what I'm saying. Like, let's just be real. This is not a, you know, this is not a one-minute man coming in there. This and, is paraphilic. You know, this is fucking paraphilic, dude. This is Sting coming in with some tantric sex to lay out through your apartment. Like, this is a long session here. This is unreal. Yeah. Uh, honey came in and she caught me red-handed, creeping right, with right. the girl next door. Picture this. We were both butt naked. Okay, you even did it in your floor. speech. That was nice. Yeah. Went up with butt the butt. naked, yeah. The butt goes up. I had tried to keep her from what she was about to see. Why should she believe me when I told her it wasn't me? Yeah, why? Exactly, bro. Would she That's the flaw me? in your fucking logic. <laughs> why would she? I had tried to keep her from what she was about to see. You did a horrible job. A terrible job. This... Zero out of ten. 
Jesus Christ. Zero out of a hundred. Zero stars on Yelp. Like, this guy should lose his license. His, you know, he's getting his, uh, no, sex no stars at the license? Better Business Bureau. Better Sexist Bureau. <laughs> yeah. He should lose a Michelin star? No, I don't know. He never had one. <laughs> Apparently, though, with his dick did, because he is getting down Dude, right he's now. he's getting it <laughs> with the neighbor lady, for real. You know what's funny and weird is that if you say neighbor lady, neighbor it's immediately kind of less attractive, you know? Uh, there is the, the connotation <laughs> of the, that's like, uh, yeah, like, I like the lady friend term. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, nice. And uh, I've had partners in the past that struggle with it, because they don't think it sounds... Phonetically cute, cute. Cute. Well, it's I don't know, man. Girlfriend is a little uh, infantilizing. Girlfriend. It's like we're grown ass people, dude. (laughs) You're not a girlfriend. You're a lady friend. It's my lady friend. It's my goddamn lady friend. This is my goddamn lady friend. Okay. Um. All right. Next verse. You know, we're we're not even halfway through the lyrics here. What? Oh shit. This. That's what I'm saying. This song is a heater. This is the heater, okay? What the fuck else we got to talk about? I feel like, you know, this is pretty much ran the gamut. You know, we're done. Well, so we got another verse, and then we got the, you know, but we caught it in the shower, and then the red-handed part. So we got two more verses. Oh, and then there's like a little denouement. You know what I'm saying? There's like a little denouement. A little quatant at the end. Je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Okay. Make sure she knows it's not you and lead her on. <laughs> How the fuck? <laughs> this guy tells the worst advice, dude. What? Like, that's so vague. What do you mean? Make sure she knows it's not you. Make sure she knows it's not you and lead her on right to vex. No right to vex. No right to vex. Or yeah, leader on got no, no right, right to, vex, to vex. Okay, yeah, so you got a leader on. So that's what he's telling you. You got a leader on no right to vex. Whenever you should make her, or whenever you should see her, make the gigolo flex. What is gigolo double entendre? Uh, so I think he's saying whenever you see her, you have to flex like you're a gigolo, oh, like aka a gigolo. be a pimp, aka I womanizer, see. aka you know. Okay, yeah. You know, so the he's whole, just saying like be hyper misogynistic like hyper masculine i think this dude is into the whole uh uh nagging do you remember that yeah, where it's yeah. like or it's you, a it's a valuable technique yeah an unimportant and vital tool in the uh arsenal. i had a friend that was into that once upon a time and oh, no, he got out real? of it he got into it he got into it and out of it very quickly but the you know fucking he, dating whatever that's called uh, it appeals to a lot of white pick up, men pickup artist shit yes exactly it appeals to a lot of white men or just men that have a hard time or socially kind of awkward or have had like struck out. And so like he picked it up and then put it down. You know what I mean? But it was like, you know, he, he was having a hard time. I think it like, he took some things out of it, but he didn't take the whole negative stuff out of it. He took the oh, confidence. A, he know. took the confidence out of it, which was like ultimately what is the valuable part. You have confidence in yourself. Right. But. Well, that's the important part, but it shouldn't come at the cost of someone else's confidence. Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. saying? There's, that's unnecessary. Like, Let me put you down for the betterment of myself. <laughs> this is yeah. good for me. Okay? The this only why... way that I can have confidence is knowing that you feel worse than me. Yeah, that's you why know? whenever you should see her, you make the gigolo flex. Right. See, I thought he was saying, like, the gigolo is, like, a code word for, like, a you know, his penis. Yeah. Or well, maybe that, his that biceps. That could be it, too. 
That could be it too, you know. And he's he's like, saying every you time know, you see her, just whoosh, just flex like, your dick. Flex it. I mean, I don't know about you, but I can flex my dick like it's a bicep. Oh yeah, constantly. You yeah, know? but it needs some blood flowing in there first. I don't know. Am, am I alone in this? Uh, no. You know what? Forget I said anything. Okay. Oh, yeah, you should. Okay. God, All right. So next line. <laughs> Somebody else, as it be by you, if not that complex. Well, okay, but you can't say if not that complex and say the most complicated fucking sentence. What? Somebody, Somebody else, else as it, as it be, be by, you. by you if not that complex. Oh, it not that complex. It not that complex. It's not that complex. But it is, though. I don't know what he's talking about. Somebody else as it be by you, it's not that complex. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing is believing, so you better change your specs. Okay. Oh my God, that's the worst gaslighting I've ever heard of. Like, I, hey, if you think you saw me fucking that girl, see there I said girl, woman, that lady. If you think you saw me fucking that lady, you got to change your glasses. You got to change your glasses. Yeah, that's what I think. I think that's also a gaslight. Somebody else, as it be by you, it's not that complex. That's, I think that's a gaslight as well. Oh. He's like, so he's saying, look, it's not that complicated. It wasn't that complex. Yeah, you, seeing is believing. You better change your specs. She saw the whole thing. <laughs> she videotaped it. She videotaped it. It's on Pornhub. It's on. Yeah, dude. It's, it's on a on MySpace X-tube. somewhere. <laughs> what? What was the the the? Like it's on OG, Daily Motion. <laughs> some OG early internet porn site. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the fucking earliest oh, one. Oh man, that's funny. I don't. I didn't know the porn. I didn't understand porn videos for a long time. For it was always pictures. Yeah, exactly. It was like that's right. all you could find for a long time. But either way, and uh, they charged for it a lot of the time back in the day, and you'd have to look at the thumbnails and yep. be fine with that. Yep, thummies because it was hard to find free porn at a certain time. When you're a young dude who doesn't know what he's doing, a young lad, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. You know she's gonna bring about things up from the past. I mean, all the little evidence you better know to mask. Quick upon your answer. Go over there, but if she pack a gun, you better run fast. Okay. Once again, this is horrible advice. He's just like, <laughs> make sure you clean up your evidence, okay? You know, I guess he's a, a cop. But then, yeah, you know, yeah. quick upon your answer, go over there. He's like, run back to your apartment, clean up all the evidence. Yeah. And if she packs a gun, run fast. If I've learned anything about guns, it's that they travel faster than the human foot. I have noticed that. Yes. I don't, I don't you know, I, you could I run the opposite this. direction and person can just shoot you in the back. Yeah. You know, uh, so also, you it seems like maybe you shouldn't have sex with people in front of your partner who's yeah. filming you. I don't understand what's happening. I would say that uh, this is Hi. bad advice because it's basically saying antagonize her until she gets violent. Yeah. Gaslight her until she's, you know, goes crazy. And then. Yeah. Goes and crazy, then just like run away violently crazy yeah and then just run when she brings a gun out so the key is you just you know psychologically uh manipulate them for such a long time until violence comes up uh, or it doesn't and then you just psychologically manipulate them forever because that's the <laughs> exactly. that's you know that's the gigolo flex that's the gigolo flex right there. That's the there, gigolo dude. flex right there. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god! But she caught me on the counter. You know, it wasn't me. It wasn't me, me man. She saw me banging on the sofa. I even had her in the shower. She caught me on camera. <laughs> it saw wasn't marks me. Marks on my shoulder. Heard the words ah, I it told wasn't her. Me. Screams are getting louder. <laughs> she stayed until it was over. I will not <laughs> yeah. get over that line. No, me neither, dude. That's wild. She stayed. 
until it was over. Like, how long did the fuck? It must have been a long thing. You know what I'm saying? She was there for so long. I mean, max or, or like minimum, it had to be like 20 minutes. You know what I'm Dude. saying? They're all over the fucking house. And she's there just there are, the whole damn time. There is the bathroom. There is the shower. The shower. There is the sofa. There is the counter. There are four different places. Yeah. I'm saying this it is was like at an expensive short minutes. film. There's like several different locations, you know. And how are they not noticing this person following them while f- like filming them while they're having sex? That's why from room it cannot room. be a cheating situation. This has to be a kinky game. And all of this neighbor shit, confession shit is just part of the game. So what, no way. Now, here's another question. Do you think that the neighbor girl is in on it? Right. Is she just getting played? That's a good question. Like, does she think that she's been, you know, caught, snared in this weird, you know, uh, triangle? Or is she very aware? There's a lot of gaslighting going on. And I'm timid to say at the very best that she is not being gaslit. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I, I just, the only way this narrative makes any sense is if this is an intentional kink thing. Has to be. It's just okay. gotta be, dude. But this throws it into fucking question, though, because he's, now he's apologizing. Yeah, and then, yeah, so the, the last refrain, you know, so we, we again, we have Honey came in and she caught me red-handed creeping with the girl next the door. The thrilling conclusion. Uh, all this time she was standing there, she never took her eyes on me. And then we have, you know, gonna tell her that I'm sorry for the pain that I've caused. I've been listening to your reasoning. It makes no <laughs> sense at all. Okay, all so, right. So he's standing up to his neighbor. <laughs> he's standing up to his neighbor, or Amazing. he's gas, or he's gaslighting his girlfriend. Oh, oh shit! I didn't think about that. I thought he was maybe standing up to the neighbor, which is like fantastic. That's great. It's one of the two. He's either standing up to his neighbor. Unless the neighbor gave him bad advice on purpose so that he would come to this conclusion on his own. Do you think his neighbor told him to give her the extra key? <laughs> oh, shit. This neighbor is diabolical, dude. This neighbor is trying to get with uh, these, both of these women on his own and, you know, make other dudes. And he's got yeah. cameras wired up in this guy's apartment. <laughs> yeah. He's sabotaging he's their relationship. Tom. Shaggy's a peeping Tom in this. Oh, Shaggy perv. (laughs) Come on, man. All right. So I've been listening to your reasoning. It makes no sense at all. Uh, We should tell her that I'm. We should tell her that I'm sorry for the pain (laughs) that I've caused. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You may think that you're a player, but you're completely lost. That's why I sing. But no, no, wait, what? So, so. That's why I sing. That's why he sings. He's singing the blues. Oh, you know, he's singing. I the guess blues. I guess the chorus really doesn't like advocate for gaslighting. It's just telling the situation. So I guess that makes sense. Shaggy in this instance is the gaslighting asshole of a roommate. Yes. And this dude is or, or housemate or neighbor, whatever. Uh, this dude is an asshole and uh, an idiot of an asshole. asshole. And the worst or. or He's just into some kinky sex stuff, you know, some role playing, which is okay, mm-hmm. but we don't mm-hmm. know. We don't either know. way. We don't have all the facts. 
We don't have all the facts. We're left to our interpretations. I will say that him being, uh, you know, seemingly earnestly uh, apologetic, mm-hmm. you know, throws that into question. It's like maybe he did fuck up. But I'll, I'll tell you, this is a very implausible, bizarre, cheating episode. This sexcapade is bizarre. It's convoluted, you know, doesn't really take into account. I would give this, I don't think this is all that well written, you know, as a story, as a narrative. I think it has some plot holes. It doesn't make any sense. If we were The character's motivations are confused. Yeah. If we were to Siskel and Ebert this, what would we do? Would we do two two thumbs up, two thumbs down? (laughs) I would give it, you know, because the music makes it... It's funny how like the the melody and shit and the rhythm makes you completely not just pass over how ridiculous yeah. these fucking lyrics are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can't give it two thumbs down because it's the music is fucking classic. You know? No, we. But can't. maybe that's just the nostalgia bit. I mean, we're spelunking the song. I don't think we're gonna do two thumbs up or two thumbs down because I don't think that that that's what this is about. It's not nuanced enough. Uh, yeah, we're not like talk radio, sports radio. Uh, <laughs> is this Jordan or LeBron? Larry Bird or Magic Johnson? <laughs> is this Ken Griffey Jr. or Barry Bonds? Uh, there's only one answer. And so that's what this is. That's what Song Spelunker is, man. <laughs> it's just black and white thinking. It's just black and white thinking. <laughs> that's what that's what psychology is about, man. There's a right and wrong answer for every single question that you ask in psychology. <laughs> yeah. It's very cut and dry. It's very cut and dry. You're either right in your feelings or you're wrong in your feelings. There's one true worldview and (laughs) some people have it and some people don't. Some people are born with it. (laughs) Some people just aren't, man. It's not my fault. I just relay the message because I know it all. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Dude, I got some questions for your ass. Let's spelunk your asshole. I mean, what? Asshole. (laughs) <laughs> Selena's back there like, oh my god Holy <laughs> shit Holy shit He's out of control We're gonna spelunk your bottle We're gonna spelunk And bring the funk Gonna spelunk yeah. And bring the funk Hell yeah Yes sir Hi, I'm Sasha, and I'd like to welcome you into Sasha's Sausages. That's right, I'm Sasha, and I have sausages. Do you like sausage? How about Portuguese sausage? How about German sausage? Maybe American sausage? How about Chinese sausage? We got all the sausage here at Sasha's Sausages. That's right. Sasha's Sausage Emporium uh, is, is a new location that is opening up in uh, the downtown uh, area in the industrial warehouse district. Uh, we have free parking. I assure you, I promise you that the sausages are entirely worth it. Because, yeah, I will say once again, my name is Sasha. I have sausages here at Sasha's Sausage uh, uh, Warehouse. Uh, it's a great place to come down and pick up your various pork products. Come on down. We're right next to the Chipotle Steakhouse. In between the Guitar Center and the Nostro Reduction Center. Well, uh, that was fun. Shaggerific, man. Shaggy, baby.
Shark we got we got a lot we got a lot more to do. Uh, we got a lot more to do. We're going to start taking uh, suggestions from the listening audience. Absolutely. If you have any songs you want us to spelunk in the future, we're going to start doing these segments pretty regularly here. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. We're going to comb through them. Okay, fine tooth. Yeah. All right. And as you can, you know, understand, you know, the happy-go-lucky sounds of the dance hall of Shaggy and Rick Rock. Has its darker edges. Uh, uh, is actually, you know, kind of problematic. Yeah. You know, or sexually nuanced. Um, and, That's and, right. And, and ultimately, at the end of the day, we don't really get that um, deciding factor of information that tells us which way it is. No. And in all honesty, uh, ambiguity is probably better in songs. I think so. And I actually love art, like ambiguity in art. You know what I mean? Like when, Me when the movie ends and you're like oh you have to kind of interpret something you know that's why i was did i tell you i just recently watched uh like the other day i watched from dusk till dawn okay Mm -hmm. did i tell you this no well my wife my wife my wife yes uh we uh, so she has never seen that movie doesn't know a single thing about it she thought it was going to be like la confidential like a neo-noir film Mm -hmm. okay she did not know that this was about vampires. So she said, like, we were like, what movie should we watch? And she's like, well, I haven't seen uh, From Dusk Till Dawn. And I, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. She's like, I've, I don't know anything about it. And I was like, oh, we have to watch it. Anyway, speaking of ambiguity in film, I love ambiguity in film. That's why I love, like, David Lynch movies and, and projects, because it's like you could sit there for, like, three hours and just scratch your chin and talk about what it could or, you know, may not mean. But... That movie didn't mean a goddamn thing. Didn't mean anything. Completely pointless, really. It did have a lot of fun stuff and interesting narrative stuff. You know what I'm saying? And Greg Nicotero, the uh, special effects guy, it it was like a love letter to special effects, really, because there was a lot of like exploding bodies and heads getting cut off, a lot of gore. And Greg Nicotero was on the team, and he's like, they were just like, dude, do whatever you want, man. Here's a Quentin Tarantino script. Quentin gets toes in his mouth. He gets Salma Hayek's toes in his mouth, so he's happy. Robert Rodriguez gets to direct this goofy, crazy, uh, you know, romp. And then Greg Nicotero gets to just do whatever the fuck he wants. And Tom Savini is one of the main characters, and he's another, like, excellent special effects makeup artist. So uh, it's a lot of fun, but I tell you, we did not have a three-hour conversation about what it could or may not mean. We did not. We were like, oh, no. Melanie was like, I did not see that coming. That was wild. So I came back into the room and it was like a completely different movie. And I was like, when did you stop that other movie? Yeah, no, I was like, what is this? What are we watching? When did the movie change? Like, I was so confused. Like, what in the hell happened? When... It's either Salma Hayek or Danny Trejo. I can't remember who, but they get up and they're now a zombie or I mean a, a, a vampire. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was just like looking at my wife and I was like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. And then they got up and she's like, Rob, what? <laughs> Rob, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, exactly. Exactly. Oh, my God. But I got to tell you, though, like watching it with my wife, the first like you know, scene in it or whatever is just so obscene and like crass and like racist. And 
I was like, I don't remember all that shit. I was just like, oh, no. I was like, if Melanie can sit through this next, like, five, ten minutes, it'll be worth it. Seeing people experience art vicariously for, like, the first time is fun. I feel like that's a a reason to have a kid. Uh, Like, oh, I can't wait for them to fucking experience this shit for the first time. And then they don't like it, and then your worldview is crushed. Yeah. They're like, Dad, actually, I think the Nazis were right. And then they start to resent you, and you start to resent them, and and then it's all bad. Yeah. And then you're like, why did I even have this kid? And just threw away my youth. (laughs) It's happening. (laughs) Uh, Childless for life! (laughs) Snip, snip. But I'm sure we've already talked about this, so apologies to everyone. But... Doesn't it sometimes, occasionally, feel like, God damn, I have a lot of nerve to just cut off 4.5 billion years of uninterrupted reproduction? <laughs> Doesn't it? Do you ever feel like that? Sometimes I get that feeling. I'm like, damn, bro. No, because you're not cutting off all 1.5 or whatever, you know, yeah. because there, there's so many other versions of you out there. We're overpopulated. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's and a good that's way to kind look at of, it. It's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, we just, we created too much life for the planet to sustain and for our species to sustain. Well, in a capitalist paradigm. Like, maybe there are yeah. other paradigms where, like, this amount of people would be... Fu- but even so, like, the that's way, true. the amount we're reproducing exponentially. But I feel like that might be the result of the capitalist system as well. But I'm not prepared to argue that. So strike that from the record. Ultimately, I don't. Like the reason that I cut off my genetic line has has to do with I had a lot of like genetic trauma that I had to deal with. Right. And there's no reason to have a kid. And just pass your trauma along, and unfortunately, that's what most people do because that's, that's what absolutely what most people re- do. Reaction is it's like, you know, just have a kid, get married, you know, don't actually deal with any of your things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, if you do actually deal with your stuff in your midlife crisis, by that time your kid is like fourteen or whatever, and they've already passed their formative years, and it is what it is. Unfortunately, we're kind it of just is. all products of a broken system. I can't blame any yeah. individual person. And you know, okay. I what just, about what about what about Kyle? Hmm? Kyle's a Kyle's an asshole. That's what I'm saying. You could blame him individually. He'll be All the right, scapegoat. Touché. We need a scapegoat. Ky- fuck Kyle. Fuck Kyle, man. And Howard Schultz. You hear that? <laughs> yeah. There you go. You hear that? Yeah. You know what? Jeff Bezos too, bro. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck that guy. How are we gonna get? Uh, Corporate sponsorship if we... Strike that from the record. My bad. You're right. I don't want to strike it, though. Jeff Bezos is fine. Can we get Jeff Bezos money and... Can we get money to talk shit about him? I mean, that that is kind of like the long con, isn't it? Like, you get the system critiques itself as entertainment, Mm -hmm. which only, like, serves to uh, reproduce the system, really, Mm -hmm. and uphold the system. So, yeah, I think we can. I think we can say fuck Jeff Bezos and get Jeff Bezos money. Yeah, I'm interested to see how, uh, you know, not to get too current in the event structure. Current. Uh, but uh, I'm interested to see how the writer's strike is going to pan out. Yeah, me too. 
I'm not really uh, up on the details of that, but I did hear that it's a thing <laughs> that's possibly yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think it was like $30 billion a year for however many years has been made by all of these companies. And there's like 12,000 writers that are in this union and they've been paid 87 million of that 30 million, like 87 yeah, million right. in total. Yeah. Welcome to the capitalist machine, bitch. Over, uh, out of what it is. Million. And so it's like a mixture of the pastry. And like, also, I guess there's this thing that uh, late night comedy writing shows, um, they operate under this weird, like gray area where they don't have to be paid the same amount. If you like write for SNL or James Corden or, or, or a lot of these other shows. And so, they're trying to like essentially get, you know, better pay for, for their writers and things like that. And then um, also get in agreement in writing that AI shouldn't be able to create literature, but the, but the, they don't want to, they don't want to agree to that. They didn't even like, they, they completely ignored it. So, well, I think that is the most reasonable request, but I cannot see it being honored <laughs> i can't I, I just i can't see that being honored i think ai is just you how are you going to put that back back in the box you know what i'm saying this is just the crazy part is like you see like those ai pizza commercials and stuff like that i love those things though i feel bad liking them but i do they're funny as shit dude they're they're funny as shit but it's just like the terrifying part is like it's funny now and it's like weird stage but yeah when it, they can't hold the glasses right and their fingers are kind of in the glass exactly. and then don't goes it doesn't go to their mouth but we're probably like <laughs> two three months away from those things being all perfect you know what I mean? It's like the, like totally. the acceleration of, of technology right now is absolutely kind of crazy. Yeah. And so that's the thing that's scary. It's like, and the, the newer versions of chat GPT that come out, uh, Google's Bard, et cetera. Yeah. Like people are using AI and implementing it. Like it's already removing jobs. Right. And so, you know, they see their jobs being taken away and so like the only thing you can do is strike in the immediate and make them lose money i guess right now before they have ai that's capable enough the other option there the other thing that it might happen is that uh they accelerate like the necessity for it and thus like get the companies to put more money into it and that could be bad yeah exactly yeah i just don't see how you're gonna put that jack back in the box man it's it's out here it is. And like the capitalist paradigm, as I am prone to say today, <laughs> for some reason, um, demands that the company, the company is obligated to do the thing that costs less money. You know what I'm saying? To make the most amount of money they can. So obviously, if ChatGPT can put together competent copy for an ad, then why the fuck would I pay some like kind of high like minimum amount to hire a union writer to do it you know what i'm saying or whatever or even like even like on fiverr like why would i pay you know 150 dollars on fucking fiverr if i can go to G chat gpt maybe for a small monthly membership and get as much copy written as i want and i can have like an ai dude say it you know it's like why bother hiring a fucking voice actor like i want drake <laughs> yeah, you could have Drake do it. Drake Morgan do Freeman, it. for God's sake. So, like, yeah, I just, I don't see how they're going to, um, 
and I don't know. I, I did not have it on my bingo card that in 2023 uh, they would be automating <laughs> artistic endeavors. And artists would lose jobs. But here we are, baby. But you know what, man? The horse and buggy industry got destroyed, decimated by the car. You know what I'm saying? These things happen. Like, it's it's inevitable. I don't know how that bodes for, like, creatives or potential creatives, but it's a reality. Yeah. It's happening, baby. But I do definitely support any attempt to, like, you know, mitigate that or, like, secure rights and proper funding for like creatives you know artists you gotta secure your rights you gotta secure your rights tonight